Are you a current dental student getting ready for the INVDE? For help on how to prepare for the exam, check out our recent YouTube video going over what to use, how to use it, and most importantly, how to ace your board exam. Just search One Mission DMD INBDE on YouTube to be done with this. Look out for the INBDE Bootcamp promo code to save 10% on your subscription. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another One Mission DMD podcast conversations video. In this series, we sit down with current dental students and other people in the profession where we can learn a lot from them along the way. So in today's episode, I'll be speaking with future DDS duo of doctors Tyler and Terrell with future DDS. So stay tuned. Thank you so much, Tyler and Terrell, for agreeing to be on this episode. How you guys doing? Doing great, man. How are you? Man, doing well, doing well, man. Thanks for having us. You guys just finished dental school. How does it feel to be official doctors of dentistry? It feels amazing, man. Everybody will be there soon, but you know, it's, it definitely hit the light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, it feels great, man. It feels great. Right. I'm so happy for you guys, man. Like, I actually remember when I was nearing the end of my undergrad, I came across y'all's videos on YouTube, and you were talking about how you did a master's together and how you got into dental school. And I was like, you know, I, ha I have to do that myself. So I really appreciate all the work and content that you guys put into Future DDS because it's been helping people for a good, a long time. And the people that started it are Doha Dental School. So I'm really happy and proud of everything that you guys have been doing. No, no, we appreciate that, man. We really do. Yeah, glad it was helpful, man. Definitely. Uh, we'll start off with Tyler. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey into dentistry and kind of where you're at today? Yeah, yeah, so quick little introduction. Uh, my name is Tyler Brown. I am from Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I attended Howard University in Washington, D.C. Um, after undergrad, I went and completed my master's where I met Terrell at a, a Bayer University in Miami, Florida. Um, I just graduated dental school uh, from Tufts University School of Dental Medicine. Um, it was a great time. Granted, Boston was freezing, but still a great time nonetheless. Um, and now I'm here back in Atlanta, uh, starting working actually next week. So I'm excited to get to work and, uh, see what the future holds. Awesome. Awesome. All right. What about you, Terrell? Again, my name is Terrell Friday, originally from Baltimore, Maryland. Um, went to undergrad at Morehouse College. That's where I graduated from. Uh, after that, ended up going to do a master's, uh, at Barry University. And then, you know, obviously got into Tufts University, uh, where we just finished up this year. So um yeah man just it's been a wild journey to this point so far it's been it's been a long ride but you know obviously some made, made some good connections obviously like tyler uh who i met doing my master's program and, and a, a bunch of other people uh who met through this journey so uh you mentioned morehouse uh was that was that the school that actually had something in the news about somebody coming in and paying off everyone's loans is that the school right yeah yeah definitely so i, I believe it was 2019 um, yeah, uh, the, the commencement speaker actually decided to pay off the, the student loans, not only for the students, but as well as, uh, I believe the, the students' parents, any student loan debt that they had as well was relieved. So yeah, man, it was, uh, yeah, definitely, a definitely a crazy, um, you know, obviously 
completely, you know, unthought of thing that 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 could be done. But you know, I guess no one has never done it before, and and that was an amazing thing for to kind of change generational wealth and shift all those families to projections in, in those students' lives. So that was amazing, amazing to see. I'll kind of leave this up for both of you guys. However, you guys want to address this. What led you guys to decide to make your future DDS platform? Like, what motivated you guys to go and deciding to do that? So yeah, the story is actually kind of funny. Um, Terrell and I, we were literally just sitting in our apartment when we were in Miami and we were really looking for, you know, just some type of feedback or some type of uh, opinion on the dental school process. And it was funny because this was the time before the, the dental influencer, right? So we always joke about it. There was literally one, uh, there was one girl on YouTube, uh, Brittany Watson. No, 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 Brittany Watu. Oh, Brittany. Oh, Brittany Watu. You're right. You're right. Actually, I do know her too. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Brittany goes to dental school and she was literally the only person that we could find who had uploaded videos on a consistent basis. And, and granted, even though she did an amazing job, we decided, hey, why not, you know, give another perspective just because, you know, we were so thirsty for the information that, that we knew other people would be eager to receive it as well. And so, um, you know, that kind of just lit the match and we went from there. And she's like, I think having worked in her second year now, is that right? Yeah, she was one year older than us, I believe. It was very interesting how it happened. It, it was, it's funny how Tyler said it, it, it really was a funny story. It was, it was very ironic how we were having similar conversations or had similar goals or, you know, aspirations of doing it on our own. And, and ran, it was a random conversation that, uh, we were both having with other people, you know, you know, other friends of ours at the same time. And, uh, you know, obviously just sat down, decided to, to really sit down and, and think through the ideas that we both had, trying to create that big brother or big sister at each school, um, which kind of inspired one of our series that we ended up doing. And um, yeah, it just kind of flourished from there very organically. And, you know, started from recording uh, a, a mock intro on the wall of my, in our living room to, you know, uh, involvement to us just sitting up, setting up a camera just to start talking to the first week of school and, and it's obviously blossomed now to to help a bunch of people so um yeah it, it was it, it's kind of turned into what we wanted it to be and more honestly so one of the series that you guys do the um I, I don't know what it's called but it's when you talk to people at each school and like kind of get an input of what their school's about what is that series called again can you remind me the dental school experience series right yeah that i mean you know when people are applying to dental school they're kind of going in blind they're like, oh yeah, I think I can go here. But what you guys did really gives a snapshot for any applicant be like, what can they expect? So that was a really good series. I really enjoyed that. And so you guys finished dental school. You went through all the hurdles, all the difficulties, the things people don't talk about, the things people talk about. So knowing all of that, what would you say was probably the most challenging thing for you guys in dental school to kind of, you know, uh, figure out? Man, um, too simple of a question for a complicated answer. I know <laughs> <laughs> you think that, man, and then you think about all the uh, all the long nights and <laughs> and the and the different conferences and stuff that you do. So, but no, um, I'd say one of the biggest things is uh, and 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 it's kind of it's kind of like something you pick up very quickly or something you don't is hand skills, man. So, uh, picking up the hand skills initially. I think that was one of the harder things just because it's something that you've never really done before. 
um, on top of having to study a lot of a crazy course load, um, like you're, you kind of are used to studying. But uh, yeah, I think I think really getting into the hand skills and getting comfortable with having that handpiece, positioning different things around uh, the patient or or in lab that you're doing. Um, so I'd say that was one of the the harder struggles on top of uh, you know obviously having a whole bunch of of classwork and tests to deal with and de- test blocks. So I probably think that it was more so like the uh, the the meticulousness of dental school, right? And it it was kind of like we had so much going on at you know we had so many different events going on we had so many different updates you know we were getting like five emails every single day and you know the fact that we always had to be on um you know we really had to build up endurance just mental mental endurance just to keep going and just to to make sure that we stayed on top of everything and we got all the different forms filled out and that we were on top of all of our competencies and on top of all of that you know of course studying for classes and and practicing our hand skills and and so i think really just the juggling aspect of everything that comes with dental school and then keep in mind you have a life outside of dental school before you come in right so you have people who are looking at you to kind of not necessarily like you know build the relationship but at least maintain it somewhat you know you want to talk to your family you want to talk to your friends if you have a significant other you know they want certain attention from you um, and so really just balancing all of that was definitely the most uh, difficult for me because, you know, while you're trying to take care of everything with dental school, while you're trying to take care of all your friends and family, you also have to make sure that you're taking care of yourself. And I think that that's, uh, that's a huge lesson that um, everybody quickly learned uh, going throughout that, that, that crazy four years. So, so yeah one thing about the emails like you know you constantly having to take care of things and i just started clinic literally like five weeks ago and when i whenever whenever i got an email for something i had to take care of something or whatever like before clinic i'd kind of be able to do right there and respond immediately but with, i'm just getting a taste of it now when i'm in clinic i can't touch my emails until the day is over so yeah, it's, a it's, it's yeah <laughs> it's it's really challenging i just found that out like now and i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of other things that i have to figure out moving on moving along what would you tell your d1 self if you could go back and restart dental school all from the beginning i would tell myself not to procrastinate um and you know it sounds easier said than done but there are a lot of times when i kind of would prioritize an extra 30 minutes of rest or um you know an extra conversation or something like that when i could have kind of like did my work and then had that conversation or got that rest on the back end um and because i would wait and have this kind of looming presence of responsibility you know even when i was having the conversations even when i was resting i wasn't being able to be fully within that situation because I knew I had work to do, if that makes any sense. So I would just kind of tell myself, you know, whenever you get an assignment, whenever you get any type of requirements, anything like that, knock them out as soon as possible. Um, Because even, for example, with the whole COVID situation, you know, we got into clinic and, you know, we definitely, of course, nobody knew COVID was going to happen. But, um, you know, some of us kind of, we didn't ease our way into clinic, but we kind of you know, we might have taken one or two appointments a day when we could have done, you know, two or three. Um, And so because we did it that way, we did the one or the two, you know, when COVID hit, 
when it came to the the back end of everything, we were trying to like, you know, we had to pack our schedule, you know, three appointments every single day up until graduation, just because we hadn't done as much as we could have done in the beginning, if that makes sense. And so, um, yeah, just for peace of mind, just knock out the work as soon as possible, and it would be a lot smoother of a process. Man, that's a, that's great advice. Um, I definitely piggyback off that, but I would also say, uh, like maximize each each session. Like get the most out of every opportunity that you have at dental school. Um, you know there'll be study abroad opportunities where you might wanna might wanna wait or you know just kind of figure it out on the back end if you want to do more work. You know, as a first year, second year, you might only be able to assist when you study when you travel abroad to do a global service learning trip versus being able to do procedures as a third or fourth year in clinic. But like take advantage of that opportunity now, because obviously, like like Tyler said, COVID could hit and you never know what happened. You might miss the opportunity. And also just like be in clinic, be in be in lab, like really practice your skills, take advantage of every opportunity because dental school is expensive. And, um, you know, it's, it's that's what you're there for. Honestly, it's like there's no other opportunity that you'll have to just sit down and go practice some class twos or go practice some crown preps or go, you know, um, you know, just kind of read up a lot more. Uh, have designated time to read up a lot more about endo or pros or anything when you don't have patients uh, that you're actively seeing different things like that. So just kind of kind of try to develop your skills as best as possible um, and maximize all the opportunities you have uh, while you have time because time is is definitely of the essence in dental school. So uh, take advantage of it early. So Tyler, like at your school, did you guys have like a standardized calendar for like everything or did you guys have like separate calendars for different things like how did how did it work for you guys at Tufts for that so we did kind of have like a loose requirement schedule and but even when I say loose this is kind of like hey you should have you know uh 15 cleanings done by your the end of your third year and let's be you know when you think about it we never really even got to that point because COVID came in what at the end of our third year or like, you know, yeah, right at the end. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So like three fourths. Right. And so, you know, it, it just kind of got jumbled up. So they did kind of have an outline for us. And of course we would have hit those deadlines if we could have, but um, unfortunately, yeah, we just got into a situation where, um, you know, we just weren't able to follow the traditional route of, seeing 15 doing 15 exams this quarter doing three canals the next quarter we just that wasn't a you know it just wasn't a thing for us so um it, it kind of also plays into what Terrell was saying whereas I grasp every opportunity because you know there were some times when we could have easily in our third year before COVID went downstairs and sat and assisted in endo procedure um but you know we thought we had time uh and, and I think that definitely uh was a uh a negative in the whole situation i wish i had just gone down there and sat so even like going down to the endo bay and just being there and watching into procedures and like getting out you know we had to do a certain number of endo assists um even just being in the clinic like terrell said just doing those things earlier than later um you know i just wish i really had done that um you know so that i didn't have to have additional chaos on top of the, the covid situation that was going on so yeah just telling people to get in there early and I think um, it was it was a tip that uh, one of our good friends um, out of UOP, he was saying that his fourth year, whenever a patient would cancel, he would just stay in clinic and follow one of the docs around um, and just kind of go through all the students that he's helping out and just see different patients, see how they managed it, 
ask the questions about x-rays, do different things like that to kind of help uh, with that process, you know, um, and kind of just staying engaged even through that, you know. But you'll get it. You'll get it, man. It happens that it happens to everybody, bro. It sucks. Obviously, in the time you're, you're, you're prepared, you got the operatory set up and everything. And the next thing you know, uh, you know, the patient just just doesn't show up for you. But, you know, you'll definitely get to the finish line and, and you'll get every all the experience that you need for sure. Yeah, I mean, just, you know, treat the treat the patients and, and be be very personable um, with clinic. Like you'll you'll obviously continue to get better. So after you do it a couple of times, you start getting more comfortable. All the all the rest will, will kind of take care of itself through repetition. So just make sure you're paying attention to, to your patients and, and being uh, very, I guess, um, I guess, empathetic to, to like people who may not be as comfortable in the dental chair. So got a feel for that. Like, I mean, I did like assist a lot like before dental school, but I don't think I really was able to learn what a patient really goes through until I was the one in stab lab getting injected yep. on. <laughs> so, yeah, I was like, oh, day, this is this is different. This is this is definitely not the best. You know, that's why people aren't comfortable with it. So I totally understood that from that day. What was the biggest surprise for you guys while you were in dental school? Honestly, I think I think I think one of the biggest surprises one of the biggest surprises is that uh, you know. I think just getting getting through things, learning how to manage things. I think one of the biggest surprises was seeing you see like the growth throughout your process and different things like that. I don't necessarily see if it, see it as a surprise, but um, you continuously surprise yourself throughout the dental school process. And like, okay, my hand skills are getting better. Uh, I'm being able to you know dissect a lot more information more quickly. Um, like this, the, the conversations that you're having with faculty, the like the level of the co those conversations continue to elevate like passively just by putting in more work and putting in more effort and really going through these classes and dedicating yourself. So that was, it's not necessarily surprising. I think it's more so just continuing to, to um, strive more so towards that next level. And you continue to surprise yourself of like, okay, um, really knowing that you understand different things and, and, and going through that process. It's cool uh, just to kind of see those benchmarks. Again, I don't necessarily know if it's surprising because that's what you're there for and you kind of intend on getting better. But at the same time, it is a good feeling when you're like, okay, this, I thought this might stretch my knowledge. I thought this might stretch my skills, but I'm actually, you know, more proficient than I thought, or I'm actually a lot more, uh, I'm a lot further along than, than I believed I would, or I, I believed to be. So that's good. I kind of understand what you're saying. So we were, when we were an operative one, right, in Sim Clinic, we're trying to, you know, just figure out how to do a box, like a drop in the box and breaking contact and all this stuff. And, you know, we were, I would be struggling with that. And then once we started fixed pros, that was a whole nother beast. And, you know, learning how, how to, you know, work on every millimeter of the tooth. But when we went back to operative after fixed pros, you're right, Terrell, like I saw that improvement and it does kind of surprise you in the fact like, oh, wow, like I'm doing this prep in much less time and it looks so much cleaner. So I to <laughs> yeah, yeah, I totally, I totally get what you're saying there. Yeah, so it's funny. I think that like the biggest surprise for me was really when I would have conversations with faculty, right? I think that the difference between, at least for me, from undergrad, my master's program, and then to dental school, it was more so like the the dental faculty were treating me more like a peer. And so like, granted, we were looking up to them because, of course, they're already the doctors. They're, they know exactly what they're doing, all these different things. 
but when we would have these conversations and I got to to know them on a more personal level, you know, it was really surprising just to hear their stories and hear how, you know, their their path to dentistry and what they've done in the within the field and all these different things. And it just really opened my eyes to just how vast the field of dentistry really can be. And it, it just really like showed me that you can do whatever you want to do with dentistry, right? You can you can go into private practice and practice for three days, or you can, you know, work for corporate dentistry, or you don't even have to practice at all. You can be a a, a movie director, right? You can do anything with your dental degree. And so, um, you know, really just seeing that really kind of made me excited about the profession um, just because for so long I thought that uh, dentistry was just like one single lane and you could only do this. But after talking to all the faculty and, you know, becoming personable with them, um, me realizing that it's just a huge, huge uh, field with so many different opportunities, you know, that really excited me and surprised me, to be honest. Absolutely. You know, I just like up until recently have been figuring out all those avenues that we can take as dentists. There's so many things I never even heard of before. So there's a lot for sure. You're absolutely right. What was y'all's outlook and decision regarding dental school residencies and what kind of led you to making that decision? So for me, it was more so, I, I had talked to a lot of different people, right? And from what I was kind of gathering, the whole residency piece, it was either, um, you know, you go into a good residency or a bad res or a not so good residency, right? And from what I could tell, it was kind of like a 50-50 shot. And so when I think of residency, I think of, you know, basically an apprenticeship, a mentorship type of aspect. And so I figured I, if I was able to find a mentor who I genuinely, genuinely believe would help me grow as a dentist, especially as a new dentist, then I would go into that position and just work um, instead of me doing the traditional school residency type of route. Um, and I was fortunate enough to find that. Um, and when I did find that, and I kind of just explained to her the situation I was in, what I was comfortable with, what I wasn't comfortable with, um, and kind of what my plan for the next year was when I recognized that we were on the same, um, we were on the same page about what it was that I was looking for in a mentor and then what she was expected for from a uh, employee. Um, you know, once we got on the same page, I said, you know, this is where I want to be. And um, I kind of, uh, I kind of uh, waved the uh the uh residency option and decided just to go straight to work um you know i could i'll piggyback off the mentorship aspect i think the biggest ad thing whether you go into residency or whether you go into practices having a good mentor to really learn from and kind of uh be able to bounce ideas off and, and kind of teach you the ropes so you can you can just continue to evolve you know become a better practitioner but um I think one of the other biggest things um that goes into deciding if you couldn't do a residency or will go into doing a residency is knowing how knowing yourself um knowing which which, which situations will kind of make you you know bring that passion out of you and, and really give you energize you to to really get up and do it you know you'll you'll be able to practice and, and be able to help people in different situations but um if a more scholastic environment to help you build your confidence and and kind of still having a, a more of a safety net under you um is something that you know you'll prefer and you feel like that would allow you to increase your productivity or like speed you know kind of increase that curve of, of um growth then a residency obviously would be more so for you but uh, on the other side if you feel like you're more uh, of a of an of a independent learner you kind of want to structure your own plans in terms of, of figuring out your own ce's and you have someone to help guide you through that in terms of a mentor or something like that 
um, then obviously, you know, going into that route where you can find a safe space to practice, like Tyler said he did, you know, being able to have those conversations and finding a safe space to continue to grow and, and be able to, to hone your skills. Like, I believe that going into practice would, would uh, kind of be the option. And, you know, having that confidence, knowing that you, you know what you don't know uh, to a certain extent and know what you really need to work on and you're willing to work and put those hours in after that nine to five points in the clock, um, then, you know, I, I believe that going the route of going into practice, you know, could be more so for you. So, you know, it, I think it's just more so about knowing yourself, knowing which environment is going to be more, more uh, uh, I guess, suiting to, to, to the, the things that you feel like are your strengths. Uh, so that's kind of what led me that way and just and just finding uh, seeing out there that, that there are ideal situations for you out there outside of doing the residency in order to grow in a safe space. So. Right. Absolutely. I just think it's cool how residencies are even an option for people in dental school because, you know, people come into dental school and, you know, some people they're in sim clinic and they're seeing that this is kind of what the job is going to entail. But a lot of times people, you know, feel like that this is not what's going to make them want to get up every single day and, you know, enjoy what they're doing. And that's why, how, where residencies come into play. You can go into anesthesia, you can go into pros, you can go into ortho, you can go into perio. There's so much. So you can kind of exactly like you said, if you like what you're doing, you find what it is. And personally, I don't think I'm going <laughs> to specialize, but I think it's cool how you know, when we rotate in through those different specialties at our school, we really learn a lot from them. So it really kind of just opens your eyes beyond what you think dentistry is, and it's quite vast. So you guys just finished school. How do you feel in terms of your readiness for going out there and just performing everything that you've learned? Is there something you wish you could have done more of in school? Talk to me about that. Um, I feel pretty... I feel pretty prepared. I think that the thing about dentistry is, like, the more you do it, the better you... the more you feel comfortable. Um, you know, and, you know, I kind of felt that even with like fillings, right. You know, the first filling I ever did, it might've taken me the entire three hours. Whereas by the time I graduated, I could do a filling in like, you know, less than like around 20 minutes, you know, and that's, that's only going to continue to improve. Okay. So, uh, the great thing about dentistry, you know, I think it's more so like, uh, you are, you, you practice, it's the practice of dentistry, right? So the more and more you do of something, of course, you're going to get better and better of it. Um, of course, I'd much rather, I mean, I much would have preferred, I got a little bit more experience with like ortho, um, not ortho, but more so like dentures, actually, definitely dentures. I think that um, we we had to do around like three arches, and I just feel like dentures specifically, there's just so many different, um, there's so many different aspects that go into a good set of dentures that, um, granted, Tufts did a great job in teaching us, but you know, I think it's one of those things where it's like you just have to feel, you have to be with your patient, you have to talk to your patient, see how it feels on them. I think it's one of those type things, and I wish I had a little bit more experience with that. Um, and also root canals, you know, like, um, granted, I was one of the few who had the opportunity to do molar endo, um, and, you know, and, and I was super excited about that, but, you know, I, I definitely, definitely wish I had a little bit more exposure. So, um, you know, it is what it is. We always hear about, you know, your first, you know, month of practice, you'll see more than you did in an entire semester of dental school, whatever it may be. So um, I'm okay with that. I've accepted that. Um, and yeah, just kind of ready to, to see what, what this practice lifestyle kind of throws at me. I'd say um, definitely feel prepared. I, I think it goes back to what I was saying before about just knowing what you know, knowing what you don't know, and really drawing the boundaries uh, for yourself. Um, 
it's really, you know, it's just, it's just going forward. But um, I think, you know, to piggyback off of a, of a lot of things that Tyler said, I think just having just having more experience all around uh, and doing everything, just more of everything. And through COVID, obviously, we weren't, be able, we weren't able to. Um, so obviously, some people got a lot more experience doing pros or some people got a lot more experience doing dentures. Some people got a lot more experience doing uh, endo and different things along that along those lines. So, um, you know, it, it, it's just uh, I, I think just all around being able to see more cases would have been fun or would have been cool to continue to develop. But I think um, at a certain point, it's, it's just working out, working out on the field and, and seeing more reps, seeing more x-rays, seeing more uh, clinical cases. And, you know, obviously just continue to see, look, look for those cases on our own, uh, especially doing more independent study doing over COVID uh, during the quarantine time and, and really learning kind of how to hone those skills, I think will help us, especially going out um, into this first year and kind of, you know, uh, taking some CE classes and, and, and just, you know, getting those, getting those reps up of seeing it um, until we can actually put it into practice. But um, uh, I think, yeah, I, I think for, for the most part, again, Tulsa did a really good job of, of making sure everybody got experience seeing everything, but, you know, just being able to have more of it, uh, which is just an unfortunate situation that we were in um, going forward. But yeah, definitely prepared, man. What would be one thing you'd like to leave any pre-dental student out there with that's getting ready to apply to dental school or interested in dentistry? Um, I would really say, like, if you know this is what you want to do, just don't give up, you know, like, through our platform, Future DDS, we've heard so many uh, triumph stories, right, of people, you know, who had their back pressed against the wall, and they literally made their dreams become a reality. So um, definitely, definitely keep going, keep working, um, and, you know, sacrifice. You know, I think it takes a lot of sacrifice. Dental school takes a lot of sacrifice. Your dreams are going to take a lot of sacrifice. So, so just make sure you're ready to put in the work, but um, if you really want it, nothing can stop you would want them to know um you know everyone's journey is unique for to themselves so uh you'll definitely see so many different people uh, around you um who will be you know maybe know that they want to be dentists right off the bat and be, be striving for it all through undergrad other people who may uh pivot from going to med school other people will just find dentistry uh by knowing the family friends all of these different things so uh, make sure you run your own race and don't necessarily um look around uh, to others to, to kind of compare yourself, but look to others to inspire you and kind of get ideas of how to uh, improve and, and just learn more about the field uh, as much as possible. So, you know, getting out there, trying to study, I mean, uh, not study, but shadow, um, as well as, you know, just, just having little study groups for people that are taking the DAT, just meeting up and, and hearing about if they're going to different college tours, trying to find an impression day, impressions day or something like that. Um, I think just going out there and just continuing to expose yourself to the field would be the one thing I say. Just continue to expose yourself and, and you'll be fine. You'll find your way. Um, you'll find your unique jersey, your, your, your unique journey uh, to dentistry and to dental school. So. so what's y'all's plan moving forward with Future ADS now that you guys are established dentists? Oh, yeah. yeah so like, kind of like what Terrell was saying, like, it's going to keep going. You know, Future DDS is, is bigger than Terrell and Tyler. You know, we are we set out to create a platform of, you know, pure inspiration. And so we are, we are constantly looking for more stories to inspire. Um, you know, we're, we're constantly looking to provide more value to our audience. Um, you know, Terrell and I's uh, involvement with the platform is going to continue as well. You know, 
Uh, granted, now we have a different perspective, but it's definitely a perspective that, you know, you know, some dental students or even pre-dents will want to see, you know, what's it like to be a first-year dentist. Um, and, and whilst us giving that, whilst us giving that perspective, we're still going to be able to to tap in with uh, with dental students. Um, we actually have a, a, a intern. His name is Nick, um, and he's literally going through the process of taking his DAT um, and you know doing his application and getting into dental school right now. So once he crosses over, you know, once again we'll be right back in the pit of it, right back in the the early stages of dental school, so that you know, we can continue to provide fresh information and fresh resources to the general public. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, definitely Future DS is something that we, we want to continue to grow. Obviously, it's uh, something that we want to do, obviously, giving hands-on or real-time advice to dental students. So, unfortunately, like you said, we, we are uh, past the point of being able to give first-hand advice, but we definitely have a great team. We continue to build um you know, bring more people in who, who will be able to provide that perspective and continue to build that community through, you know, forums and uh, different type of, the, um, you know, projects or, or series that we do on our page to, you know, potentially one day doing different events and different things of that nature. Um, so, you know, it, this is uh, not an ending, uh, just maybe like a checkpoint of maybe not having our perspective on a weekly basis of what it's like to be a dental school student. But again, just to be a first year dentist and, um, eventually both of us have aspirations to be owners and, and, and do a bunch of other things in the field. So, um, yeah, so it, it's going to be an interesting journey and it's in, again, just continue to give that new, fresh, um, uh, organic and just authentic perspective of what we're going through and, and real time decisions and real time, uh, development. So I'm, I'm sure excited to see how y'all's, uh, journey is going to lead you guys after dental school. Looking forward to the content that you guys are going to be sharing out. I appreciate you guys sitting down with me and just having a conversation about what's going on, you guys, with after school. Of course, man. Of course. We appreciate you for the opportunity, man. Yeah, man. Thank, thank you for the opportunity, man. Continue to do uh, great work as well. Also, you guys, make sure to be subscribed to Future DDS. They're going to continue pumping out great content, and it's going to be a lot of educational stuff for everyone out there that's interested in dental school. Thank you guys. See you guys in the next one. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to give us an honest review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Be sure to check out our prior episodes in our segments termed PDS, Pursuing Dental School, CDS, Current Dental Students, LFD, learn from dentists, and TRW, the real world. Thank you so much. Catch you on the next one. Peace.